0: Later.
1: Hello and welcome back to Undecided. I am Richard Lake. I'm Clay Giles. And this is the podcast about everything.
0: About everything.
1: Oh my god. We are back. We are finally back. Oh, it's it's so nice to we be back. We have legitimate equipment. We have a new person here. We have a new area that we are recording in. And it's just everything's, I'm so com- everything's excited. coming together. We, so it, it's amazing. Like season this is this is season two, by the way. This is season 2 episode 1. Season 1, season 1 was
2: good looking back on it though. Poorly executed. Poorly executed. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> we had we had we had the right vision and we had the right drive. The right drive Where for we it. We had the drive for it. We had the drive for it. But we just didn't we didn't have the we didn't have the equipment no, to no. really like record a podcast right. in a professional manner. I
1: think that we knew what we w- we knew what we wanted to sound like, but we had no idea what we needed to do for that to happen. Exactly. And that was a barrier almost too big for us to cross. But look at us now.
2: We crossed it. You guys have no idea. You have no idea how oh we're me and Richard are really just idiots. Like we just don't know how to work. I mean, technology. it's also
1: like, yeah, but it's not really our fault because we've never had to do true. anything in that capacity.
2: That is true. You know what I mean,
1: yeah. but now that this is our life,
2: yeah, this is this is where we're gonna
1: be. <laughs> this is our life. So it was, it's been a long summer. It's been a good summer. We both. Bu- I mean, it was a. I think you know, like, we I, had different summers. We had different summers, but also kind of back to the podcast a little bit. I think you know, freshman year, first year of college, it
2: was a little bit. You know, it's it, it. Yeah, it there, got there's a, it, a learning curve. There there's a learning curve, and it, it got a lot second semester.
1: Absolutely, and so I mean, we do apologize for the lack of, of of podcasts there, but we. We're here. We're here now, yeah. and we are good now. I mean, we we got it. I mean, we we know what to do now. Um, we have
2: everything set up. We do, we do.
1: But I think the first thing we should really talk about is our summers. You know, it was a long summer, hottest summer on record. <sighs> so hot. And
2: so Clay, how was your summer? <sighs> Terrible. Ter- oh my <laughs> gosh. Uh, yeah. Look, so I worked at a moving company called Two Men and a Truck. Wow. And my idea, well, let's start off with how like how I got there. I used to work at a steakhouse. I haven't heard that. Well, I've heard that. I haven't heard how you got the job with the building company. I used to work at a steakhouse, made decent money, but definitely not enough for a pro college student looking to prepare for a year. So I was looking for another job that was more high paying and I accepted that I might have to do manual labor for it. And so what did I do? Manual labor. Manual labor. And so I found two men in a truck. I also applied to Nike, two men in a truck called back first. Did Nike ever respond? No, but we're wow. just gonna say that two men called back first. And yeah, made no, an yeah, the Decision. So yeah, we'll edit that out. Yeah, <laughs> so I did that. Once I started, oh my gosh! First of all, I was the third white guy there. Okay. And granted, I'm a 19 year old like college student with a baby face. Right. So imagine going to like a place where there's adults here, like buff adults, right? Like working men, real, men, <laughs> men working real jobs. And there's this kid that's here just for the summer. (laughs) So, like, I already felt, like, a little stupid, like, being there. And I can already tell, like, that no one thought I was going to be there for long because it's moving furniture in Memphis, which is... In the summer. Yeah, in the summer. So, it was 100 degrees every day, Hmm. waking up at 7.30, being... Well, no, waking up at 5 with my puppy... You've, mm-hmm. seen, you've met. My I have. Puppy. I have. I have a beautiful puppy. She has an addition to his family. Oh, she, she's gorgeous. She, she's really cute. She's so sweet. She's a devil, but she's sweet. But so I would wake up at five a.m., let the dog out, and then I would just stay up or like sleep for thirty minutes on the couch while like the dog ran around because like she's awake now. Right. And then I would take a shower, go to work. So by seven thirty, I was on a truck <laughs> with no AC, no radio with two other guys that were also hating in their lives because it's seven thirty on a truck with no AC and no radio. Right. And we go and we move furniture until around like three or four o'clock in the afternoon. So Richard, all the times that you're like, dang, this is a lot of stairs, like walking, like like carrying (laughs) like your groceries. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine carrying like a dresser. Like up like to the fourth floor apartment. Right. And just like multiply that by However many days there are in summer. Oh, there's hundred and four days of summer. You gotta find a good vacation, way to spend it. Right? To spend. So <laughs> it just, just multiply that like little inconvenience in your life a thousand. And, and you're would, halfway there of what you're Yeah, and lives. you're halfway there. <laughs> and, and that was just the first job. That was just like oh. the first job of the day. Like we would have multiple and it would be like some like some are fine. Like we would literally have jobs where like someone paid two men in a truck three hundred dollars. For someone to grab, for us to grab like an entertainment center out of a storage storage unit and put it in their house. Really? Or like put it in their garage. So, like stuff like they could literally do if they just knew someone with a pickup truck. Right. But they paid someone to do it.
0: Huh. Well, hey.
2: You appreciated th- it. Those were the good days. Right. But the bad days, oh man, it was just hot. Like, I'm great. I'm grateful that I, I like, was able to make a little money. Right. And like, I enjoyed my time there. I, m- I met a lot of cool guys. But Which is definitely not something I want to do for... It. Like, I'm a journalism major. Like, right. I have no ties to general, like, manual labor at all. <laughs> so... but like, let me ask you. Do you have a little bit
1: more of an appreciation? Oh, 100%.
2: A- look, if you see someone sweating... Yeah. ...outside, and they're doing something, and they look serious about it, go out of your way to make do something nice for them. Right. Like, you have no idea what people go through on a daily basis. Yeah. Like... I'm not going to go into like more per- like personal stories, but like there's people there with like real stuff going on oh, and bet. then they go more furniture all day. Oh, right. Right. Like, and honestly
1: that's might be the easiest part of their day.
2: Exactly. Right. And mm-hmm. so it's definitely an eye-opening experience right. of like really seeing like where, pe- like how people live, like, right. Because granted, like grew, up in, a, grew up in a middle-class family. All like, things considered like, we're sheltered. <laughs> we're very yeah. sheltered. Like grew up in a middle-class family. Like both of my parents work office jobs. Like my dad was in the navy, but like I still have no, I have no real, like, understanding of general labor past, right, right? You know, until working there, past like you know, cutting the lawn, like, right? That 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 was my idea of general labor, and like that sucked already. I don't want to mow the lawn. I'll do it, but I don't, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. So, so working there, it was, it was a doozy. I I, I have a I have a couple stories. Feel
1: I don't free know, to share.
2: Feel free to share. Probably the funniest one is towards the end of the summer, we go. Go to this lady's house. She has three kids. Three kids. Humongous house in Germantown, Tennessee. Very rich area. Humongous house. She's moving out. So, there's like... This is a two-truck move. Usually, it's one truck on a move. But it's two trucks. She had stuff. She had stuff. Usually, big houses have stuff. So, we have two trucks. And we go to go to this house. There's like, there's like five or six of us there. And five or six of us. And it still took like eight hours. Jesus. Yeah. So, it just idea of, like, w- like how this, like, how it works, but so, had, like, three kids, I think it was, yeah, two sons and a daughter, and the son was the oldest, one son was the oldest, daughter, and then another son. Okay. Those are the kids I know about, but the oldest son, I think, I think I found out he was 17, 17 or something, but we go to his room, and, like, we're moving stuff out, and like, we have to, like, wrap everything, so when you go in, like, you you put like a pad down. Right. It basically just right. like don't scratch the floor. Yeah, it's like a blanket. You put a, like you put a blanket over like a dresser, right. and then you wrap it with saran wrap. That just so you don't scratch the walls right. like coming right. down right. like the stairs or something. And so we're moving everything out, and the and we take the kid's mattress off his bed, and he has a box spring. So we go to pick up the box spring, and I kid you not, oh God. at least like two hundred beer cans oh. in like <laughs> like crushed beer cans like in this kid's box spring. And we just all start dying. Like, obviously, like a 17-year-old kid, like this kid, like it's a kid. Right. Granted, we're 19, but like at 17, I didn't have like 200 beer cans. Right. Like crushed up in my box spring. Right. And I also probably would have had the forethought to remove them when the moving (laughs) company was coming (laughs) to move my bed. So. Wow. So we like take it out. What'd you do? We just moved it. (laughs) Like
1: with the cans in the box spring. (laughs) It's not our job to
2: clean up after them. We just we either just
1: either he didn't remember. Or he was like, you know what's gonna happen? I'm gonna put him there, and then the moving company. Oh yeah, he's gonna be like, oh, we'll just take him out.
2: No, yeah, no. 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 It, it, it it's it's literally just a kid that didn't care. Right. So we move. So we were laughing about it. And it's like, we were like asked this Carrie. He's the move manager, and he comes on like big moves just to like make sure things go well. Mm-hmm. And ask Carrie like, what do we do? And he's like, put it on the truck. Like, there's nothing we can do. Right. <laughs> So we walk. no one saw like the the mom didn't see. No, no. Oh jeez. Okay. We walk down the <laughs> stairs like as we're going down the stairs. Just imagine, like, <laughs> right. It <laughs> like, sounds like, like there's 200 beer cans. beer cans. And we're just going down the stairs. It's obviously loud. And we walk through the living room like there's two you know two of us carrying this big box spring, and the mom doesn't even notice. Like mom doesn't even notice. Like wow. Beer cans clinking as we're walking through. Didn't notice. Put we put it on the truck and we're just like oh whatever. Whatever. And so we get. Once we're like finished like getting all the furniture out of the first house, we go to the second house and as we're moving it in, mom now knows. We oh no. Th- I th- we think daughter told mom that about beer cans. Youngest daughter? Yeah. Well the, da- middle. The, the, the daughter. Sorry, there were two sons and a daughter. Yes. Okay. Pretty sure the daughter told the mom about the beer cans. And guess what mom did? She just laughed about it. Wow. She just laughed about it. She was laughing like, wow. Oh my gosh, what am I gonna do about him? That's my Timmy. Really, like, wow! My mom would have me, like, my mom would hang me <laughs> if she went to, if she went to my room and I had two hundred beer cans well, just okay. stuffed into my box Yeah, that, that's yeah, yeah. So, we we wow. did that, and like the mom like took pictures of it, and the daughter cleaned it up. The the, the kid, what? Yeah, the daughter cleaned it out. So that shows you the family dynamics. I don't know. How, I I don't I don't know how that works, but wow, the moral complexities. The moral complexities of moving yeah in the summer wow Actually, i'm trying to think of any other good stories um oh i saw 100 in this was in west memphis okay. and for people that are not familiar west memphis is in arkansas okay and yeah so like memphis yeah. like the bridge that goes into arkansas so west memphis is in arkansas okay and 100 percent there i mean had to be a crackhead <laughs> 100 like had to be a crackhead but he was getting into his truck and he had a headband oh, beer no. cans are a theme he had a headband with a beer can like a crushed beer can like like on his like forehead with into a, it no like with a crushed beer can on his forehead with a headband like holding <laughs> it on Oh there. right right, yeah. right right like he had a uh, like <laughs> it was a guy from avengers um he had the infinity stone in his forehead thanos took it out vision vision yeah, yeah. thanks jeff yes sir. <laughs> Also, we have Jeff, the sound guy. We have Jeff, the sound yeah. guy. Hey guys, this is Jeff. This is Jeff. I'm Jeff. We'll uh, we'll go back to Jeff one yeah. in two seconds. <laughs> I'll come back later. So yeah, he looked like the Vision with a beer can, like it was the most crackhead West Memphis thing that I've ever seen. Did he? Did he? I don't know. It? Like, I was in the truck. We were at a stoplight. I saw him from afar. <laughs> I just, I really did just. You, wow, am- that man, full up, has. Yeah, I just, I really just admired the scenery and what was right, going on, right, right, and just went on with my day. Fair enough. So yeah. That's, wow, that's moving in Memphis. I'm kind of jealous. <coughs> yeah, I don't experience it. And I went to a lot of sketchy gas stations. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Because I mean, you have to stop if you're hungry or something. Well, and
1: like, it, have you have you experienced an exhaustion like that before? No. Well, because because like, you know, I'm a military brat, and having been having had to have moved all mm-hmm. my life, like you know, it's it's the normal, you know, my seeing my things moved and people coming in and moving my stuff is not is not a a norm it's not it's not a a, a taboo thing and it's interesting because like you know you've, these always these guys always come in I guess like with the Air Force you know they come in you know it's just another military family that they're moving out and it's always like they're super jacked or they're just super skinny and they pick up every piece of furniture in my house and I'm just surprised
2: that is definitely the demographics of two men in a truck yeah there's a couple buff guys and then the rest are just like average looking people and it's like how how, do, how are you lifting that well, I mean, if you if you get in perspective like I was listening to that stuff too and I'm not re- I'm not I yeah. like I'm not a bodybuilder. I don't I don't work out consistently. It Right. It's not as hard as you think. And cuz I
1: cause I've, I've seen like the normal thing where like they like strap it on their back and then move it apparently that's like super easy?
2: No. No? Well, we don't have we, we didn't have straps at oh, okay, okay, okay. We okay. just kind of picked it up. Okay. Or, <laughs> or you either picked it up or put it on a dolly. Okay. And most of the time you couldn't put it on a dolly. Right, so you so, picked it up. Okay. Yeah. interesting.
0: Interesting.
2: Definitely have not experienced that type oh, of exhaustion before and like I would work like four or five times a week yeah so I'd like go back to back yeah. waking up early and like going yeah it was so, brutal but
1: are you glad you did it
2: 100% glad good, I did it good definitely a good experience and right. I would recommend anyone that needs money definitely go work for a moving company because add
1: some perspective you get some money
2: $11 an hour plus tips there good workout
1: go. too there you go and it's a great workout, great workout.
2: very good workout oh yeah I mean, I want to say I lost weight this summer. You know, we're going to say I lost weight this summer. Yeah, because you did. Yeah.
1: yeah. Clay lost weight this summer. Thanks, guys. Yes, you yeah. did.
2: <laughs> um, so tell me about yeah. your summer.
1: Yeah, so my summer, it was fun. It was really cool. Um, I was very, very, very lucky. Lucky to the point of it looked like... L- lucky to the point of I wasn't sure if it was real or not for a good week to where I was actually... Uh, I got an internship uh, at NBC this summer and got to live in my favorite city in the entire world, which is New York, and work at 30 Rock all summer. And it was everything I could have imagined more. It was incredible. Um, I was working uh, like in MSNBC for Andrea Mitchell. I got to meet her, which was incredible. And I saw it was just every day I pinched myself. Like, walking up to 30 Rock.
2: Give us, like, a daily experience. Like daily what, experience? Like, yeah, like, you, you wake up. Like, what do you do when you walk so in? So, like
1: I'd wake up. I had to get in at, like, 7.30 every day. And so, basically, how it worked was, you know, Andrew Mitchell has her show on MSNBC from 12 to 1. Yeah. She has that that, that hour. And so, I would wake up, get there about 7.30. And basically, from 7, people get there earlier earlier than that. People would get there, like, 6. Mm. So, for like a normal live producer or an executive producer, they get there about six six thirty, and from six to six thirty to about eleven fifty, you are watching the news, reading the news, staying updated, and constantly updating the script for the show. Yeah. That's what it is, and it's extremely high paced, and it was it's incredible. I mean, it was it was incredible. But you know, I, I would show up at around seven thirty, um, and I'd you know sit down at my desk, and usually uh, the line producer that I actually got closest with, he would send me. A, just uh, a daily list of, of, of hearings, of congressional hearings, of you know, I was lucky enough to have time to get this internship right, you know, before an election, mm-hmm. so I was able to listen to all of the 2020 Democrats, um, and you know, when they were all, they're, they're obviously still campaigning, so I would have to watch, you know, Pete Buttigieg talking at, at the NAACP convention in Chicago, and then I'd have to type down what he said in his speech, and then send that into the team and they would pick apart and see if they really need it for the show. Yeah. So a lot of it was, you know, listening to speeches, listening to congressional hearings, typing, emailing it to the team, and then maybe it'll, it'll come up, but it yeah. have, you know, I had, uh, the incredible opportunity to really, you know, actually kind of co-produce a segment for Andrew Mitchell's show, like work alongside and, you know, if someone needed, if someone needed the background on on joe biden and his uh stance on on gun legislation you know i could type something up and then send it in and next you know like i see what i typed like in the show and that was (laughs) absolutely insane seeing that on msnbc um but it it was so incredible and i learned so much and it i went by so fast um but it was just it was so incredible but a lot of it well i was basically a research intern but i got to uh I got to in, like get, I, I got some guests to mm. come up and I, you know, brought them to where they need to be. So I got to meet, meet former representative Steve Israel. And he was actually really cool. And that's one of the stories I'll tell. So one of uh, the, basically how it works is, you know, they show up the guests, whatever they show up. And uh, since Andrew Mitchell is actually based in DC, but the rest of the staff is in New York. Okay. Um, and so with that, she obviously remote anchors the show uh, from DC in tandem and in, you know in new york and that, that that's how it works there and so with guests they would show up and there's basically like just a separate studio that they record in, that they remote feed through you know, to show up so everyone else can watch it yeah and so steve israel shows up and basically you know you you, you take into makeup and then he gets out of makeup and then he comes up to to some other places you know he, he gets all mic'd up and everything and he's getting mic'd up and like the uh the guys are micing up and and the microphone the actual sound guy was like what ear do you want your microphone in and steve israel he's you know a career democrat steve israel he's like you know what put it in uh put it in my right ear Put no he said what he say? he said put it in my right ear and they were like right you know because usually people choose left in the left terms ear. they terms left in the terms of where the camera is like they're, they're you can hear yourself talking normally and then also like there's like through the monitor which you can hear yourself people choose left because the monitor is on the right side mm-hmm. and so, so they put it in the right and uh Said, right, like, are you sure? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. He goes, I know I'm a Democrat, but I want to make sure I can work on both sides. And like, so there was <laughs> stuff like that where it was like, I mean, like, Steve Israel, I mean, he's I've and I'm a fan of his in a sense of I've, I've listened to him talk multiple times, and it was like, you know, they're congressmen, they're very, yeah, they're very, they're senators and congressmen, and they're, they're very, very know, personable people, they are, and but they're also put on a very serious tone, which absolutely yeah. should. Um, but anyway, every day was something new, and every day was something incredibly exciting. And I got—I remember one time I was going up uh, to one of the floors. I don't know where I was going, but I walk in and Lester Holt is just there in the elevator. <laughs> and I sit. There, I'm like, "That's actually Lester Holt." And I got to be in an elevator with Lester Holt, and it's stuff like that where it's like, like what?
2: Did you talk to him?
1: No. So he was on his phone the whole time, and literally, I was about to just say, "You know, Mr. Holt, I you're an idol of mine." Like, I've, I've. You're Lester. I wasn't going to say you're Lester hole, but it's like, you know, I was just intro. And it's like, I'm, I, I was just going to introduce so myself. So told him to put down his phone. And I, oh, yeah, him. really. Addicted. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, I was, I was, I was about, I was about to turn. I like to say I was about to turn. I don't know if I would have because I was still like, legit, I just kind of stared at him the whole time. But, like, <laughs> uh, you know, and then, you know, it dinged and he went off. And I was like, oh my God, it's Lester hole. And then, and then, it's basically, MSNBC is on the third floor of 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. And that 30 Rock is a maze, first of all. There's like, Certain elevators only go to like ten floors and then other elevators on the other side of the building go up to like the seventieth. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. I, d- I really never figured the elevators out. I mean I figured out my like cause like the studio elevators is what yeah. I was Let's consumed say,
2: in. There's skyscrapers in Memphis like that. Yeah. And by the way, I also did um Uber Eats. Yeah. I would I deliver, about that. I would deliver yeah. in someone yeah. And I've been in buildings like that yeah. where I like got on three elevators and none of them went to it the makes floor no I was sense. going to like yeah. trying to go to. It like, makes no sense. Then why are the elevators in the lobby? Like. right why is it in the back and hallway? And
1: there's like, at 30 Rocket, there's like, you know, three east, there's three west, there's three north, there's three south, and nothing's labeled. Nothing's labeled. That's so that was fun. But anyway, I was doing that, and I actually got this, this, I, I, I you know, Lester Holt leaves, and I'm still like shaking because it's Lester Holt, yeah. and I get off the elevator and start walking forward, and Al Roker like crosses me, <sighs> Al Roker. and I was like, what is going on? And like, first of all, Al Roker... He was on the phone too. He had a, he had a fedora on and like mm-hmm. a checkered suit. And I was like, that's okay. And like, <laughs> it was pretty cool. He's also really short. He's really short? I was taller than Al Roker. Like, you're I, taller than Al Roker. I wasn't like looking down on him, but he's, I have like two inches on him. To the point where I was like, you're con- you're shorter than me. I was like, what? Huh. And it was like, that like, was crazy. That's something you don't
2: think about. Not at all. Yeah. Same thing with like models and stuff. Like you yeah. have no idea. Yeah. Like, like Kylie Jenner is not a tall person, but you would never know. Right and it was it was just crazy um
1: yeah and it, it was it was incredible and i got to who else did i see oh uh okay one of the really cool things so also you know obviously late night so you know jimmy fallon is always i mean you know yeah. tonight show was oh in yeah. 30 rock and like yeah. seth meyers and, and snl snl wasn't there on hiatus but um i got to see uh colin jost Walking into an elevator. I mean, that was like okay. I got to see Questlove walking into an elevator. That was really cool. He's massive. One of the biggest human beings I've ever seen. How he's tall is Questlove? I don't know. He, at least six feet. I mean, he's six something, but he's he's big. Um, and his afro is really cool. He had the pick his yeah. hair and everything. And um, who else? I was getting on an elevator. Yes. Okay. Th- this is this is this is a fun one. I was getting on an elevator, leaving for the day, and um, you know, usually like you can tell if it's a celebrity or a congressman because if you don't really recognize him at first, you're not really, it just looks like another person. Yeah. Elevator opens and Ty Dolla Sign is in the elevator and he has his dog with him and he had his body with him. And I was like, oh, that, that's Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. And then so I remember I was, I was, I was going to walk out and go into the elevator because one time, another story, I was, I was walking, I'll tell this one later, basically, most of the time if they're with a celebrity, they'll ask someone to just switch elevators or mm. just catch the next elevator just in terms of I don't know. Because anyone's really looking to hit up Tide All Because 'Cause they're a celebrity. Yeah. yeah. They deserve their own elevator. Yeah. But um I was I saw that and I was like, that's a sign. And I was like I remember his bodyguard was there and his bodyguard went to hold up the elevator and I was like, I'll catch the next one, don't worry about it. Yeah. And his his bodyguard was like, Is it is it just you? Like you're the one here and I was like, Yeah. It was like about three thirty on like a Tuesday. <laughs> and he was like, Well, if it's you, like, come on, you can get in and I was like okay (laughs) like i get in and Ty Dolla sign kind of like looks me up and down and he's like you work here and he had like these big dior sunglasses on with his dog um and i was like i was like yeah i'm I'm, I'm an intern like from smbc he goes that's straight that's straight elevator opened and he walked out and left (laughs) (laughs) and like that was that but it was super cool you Um, know what that
2: bodyguard did though right what he realized he could take you (laughs) he was like (laughs) He looked at this kid and was like, mm. "So yeah, if he tries to it's pull like, anything, yeah, he can come, up, he can come yeah. on the elevator. It doesn't matter.
1: Five nine might be taller than our Roker, but I can still take him. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean definitely, yeah. Um, but along with the the whole how I figured out you should probably take another elevator was funny enough. I I show up for the day, and so Morning Joe, the show on MSNBC, yeah, is from like five five a.m. to like seven a.m. Mm-hmm. Eastern time, and Morning Joe and Rachel Maddow is also I saw Maddow a lot too. That was really cool. Uh, they are like, the, especially now, with the amount of Democrats running, they always had people on, always. And I mean, you know, from in, in New York, which is really cool. And so I didn't, the only presidential candidate I saw was Bill de Blasio and also the mayor of New York. And I was walking in, I remember, I remember walking in the doors of 30 Rock and just like looking over, I saw like a bunch of people get out of a Cadillac. And I was like, I, I assumed it was a candidate of some sorts. I just didn't know. And usually they don't go through the doors I went through because yeah. I go through the doors like really anyone can go through. Yeah. But, you know, it comes down to, like, you can only get to the studio elevators if you have a badge, which yeah. I did have a badge, which is really cool. But, like... Wow. Um, Richard, the But I, uh, I had a badge. Um, but I, I walked in. I look over, and Bill de Blasio is right there. And I'm like, okay, hello. Also, very tall man. Very oh, tall yeah. man. Did you
2: see him on the debate stage?
1: Big tall man. and they Powered b- over yeah. everybody. He, he didn't... Yeah, he did. Has he dropped out yet? No, not yet. <laughs> uh Christian Gilbrand recently yep. did, though, so... She it, did. The, um,
2: the guy with the glasses did.
1: The guy with the glasses. Very small eyes. It doesn't matter. I mean, John Hickenlooper.
2: Hickenlooper's a, he's out. Uh, it was Isles. Is that how you say Isles. it? Isles? I don't know, but I I know the guy because I remember he was the guy that was like basically running on climate change. Oh, Jay Inslee. Jay Inslee. Yeah, I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. said Isles. Yeah. Inslee. Uh, Same close thing. Enough.
1: But um, uh, yeah, so Bill De Blasio walks in. And he walks in the studio elevator. So he was going on Morning Joe, obviously. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's Bill de Blasio. And so me and my naive self, it was him and two other people in an elevator. And I'm like, oh, cool. I can fit on that elevator. And, and it wasn't a sense of like, I want to go to the elevator Bill de Blasio. You just saw It, it was a elevator. sense of like, I just wanted to get into my, to my desk. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I just saw an elevator. So I started walking forward. And the guy literally like, Bill de Blasio, like <laughs> I'm walking forward and Bill de Blasio kind of looks at me and he kind of looks around. And I was like, uh, uh and then the guy was like uh you can catch the next one and i was like oh yeah no for sure <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i was gonna do that i was, yeah, gonna do I was that the whole just, time. i was i was making sure you wanted me to catch the next one yeah that was what that was okay um yeah but it was but no it was like every day i mean it was like and even just being in new york like walking around uh soho and just like seeing like carly claus mm-hmm. like in a juice press was just like what like it's just things like that it's just still like what um and, like, I went to a Mets game, and I saw the Thumbs Down guy. Oh, yeah. The Thumbs can, Down I, meme. I love the pictures you sent me. Yeah, like, the Thumbs Down guy from a few years ago in the playoffs. He's a Mets fan, lifelong Mets fan. And I went to a Mets game. Um, yeah, it was just, it was incredible. I I already want to go back. I miss it so much. Um, if you would take me back with you this time, that would be great. No, for sure, for sure. But it was I, was, I got to live in, like, the Lower East Side, which is probably the best part of New York, I'm convinced now. It was just, it was, so good. and the food and just every single thing about it was so incredible. Um, but, yeah, it was just, I miss it. It's good to hear. It's good great. to hear.
2: It was a great summer. All right. So, talk about our summers. We did. But we have not formally introduced the sound guy, Jeff.
3: The sound guy, Jeff. Hello. Jeff, Hello. how sound you? Sound guy, Jeff, please I'm introduce yourself. I'm Jeff, and I'm just chilling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's so Jeff. There's Jeff. Jeff, how was your summer? My summer was really fun, actually. Actually, that's a lie. It, it was p- not fun at oh, all. Oh, no. No, well, what did you I, do? I was a lifeguard this summer. Okay. I've told you. And uh, it was, you know, like you said, you, you worked with a bunch of adults, like just grown men. Mm-hmm. That was the opposite for me. I just worked with a bunch of, like, high school kids. Oh, God. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. you, were, you were the adult there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, oh, that was something. And I it was really funny for me because all I would do was just sit there and watch, like, kids all day. Like, I was just, like, a babysitter this summer. Right, yeah. right. And there was this, I just, I have one funny story, I guess, Really. There's this one kid who's in the pool and, you know, I was on the stand, I was watching him and he was like looking at me too. Like all these kids would mess with me all the time. He was looking at me and I could tell he couldn't really swim. He was really young Mm -hmm. and he's going kind of deeper into the pool, you know, he's just kind of inching like a little bit. And you're just sitting there like, ah, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. (laughs) And so... He's, wait, he's like, he's, he's got eye contact with me the whole time he's doing right, it. And right. eventually he's like, under the water. Oh, no. Can't swim. Oh, no. And I'm like, this kid is actually going to make me do this right now. <laughs> so I was like, I jumped in. I got him. His parents. The funny thing was parents just like, they drop their kids off and they don't even care. They don't care what right. happens. If he drowns. Yeah. Not my, I'm, I'm not a lifeguard. I'm but his yeah. parent. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, pay
2: yeah. for the pool. Like, yeah. somebody yeah. would be there to like yeah, pick exactly. him up. exactly. Yeah. And if there isn't. But There's an emergency contact list. There like is. They'll
3: get called if something happens. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, they don't have to worry about that. Yeah, that's what I did mostly. Yeah. Well, congratulations on saving a life. Oh, thank you. That was, yeah, that was You did save a life. We'll, yeah, we'll I mean, I guess I yeah, did. Don't, yeah, don't let
2: us discount it.
3: <laughs> no, I mean, that's that's what it's about. It's being lifeguard, right.
1: it's saving lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and yeah. as a reward, you now get promoted to. You know, the EQ sound yeah. guy Yeah, of a media. That's podcast. That's
2: what led me to this moment. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah you is. saved a life, and are like, ah, we need that sound we guy. We need that. <laughs> we need him here. Okay. That's, what it is. Mm. that's what it is. Thank exactly. you, Jeff.
1: Thank Jeff, you. very nice to meet you. We're very glad to have Jeff. Jeff's the one that actually fixed everything for us.
2: Yeah. Like, legitimately. In the beginning, when we are talking about how we're just idiots, yep. Jeff is
1: not an idiot. <laughs> Jeff is not an idiot. <laughs> he knows what so he's Jeff, doing. legitimately, we cannot mm. thank you enough for this. Mm. No, no problem. We're very excited to have you here. But, I'm so glad to be here. We got a lot of new stuff, too, just in general. We do have a lot of new
2: so we have a new studio, somewhat. Well, yeah, it, yeah, studio. Absolutely, the studio. This is the studio. Well, we never had a studio in the first place. We had. No. We would go to like study rooms with a laptop. Yep. And record. Yeah. That was season one. That was all season one. So if you're not satisfied with season one's recording quality, well, buckle up, buckle up, boy, because it's getting it's getting better. <laughs> <laughs> As we plug more things in, it's getting better. Absolutely.
1: And so now we have upgraded to. Actually, being in the Mi- Mississippi State Entrepreneurship Center, otherwise yes. known as the Mississippi State E-Center, which is, if you're not familiar with, Miss, with the Mississippi State campus, it's it is
2: located g- in McCool Hall. It's the glass box in McCool Hall. It is. If you walk in McCool Hall and you see a glass box, we might be in here.
1: We, we absolutely, yeah. And, and as we as the year goes on, as we get our schedules more uh, just, just used to everything, especially with this coming into our schedule, we want to be in here during the middle of the day.
2: Oh, we would love to be in here in the middle. We of the do because
1: it's a big glass box. You can see into it. It's a really cool looking area, and we'll also we'll probably
2: have sports on the TVs. Oh yeah, big time.
1: So right now, oh, we're and Rick and Morty have, too. We, and Morty. we got Rick and Morty on one TV. We got we got the Astros and the Brewers on the other, and we have other uh,
2: miscellaneous, things, miscellaneous on things on the things. Right. We got
1: big big TVs, but literally, what we want to do with this is McCool. Like everyone has a class in McCool. Basically, it's the business building. It's the
2: business center. And also, there's like other random freshman classes, in right? Here. There's a there's always people in this building. It's always packed. So, if you would like to be on the podcast and we're recording at the mo, if we're ha- if we happen to be recording when you walk by, please knock on the glass. You may or may not be able to get on the podcast. Yeah. But if you want to do like a sticky note or something, we will read the sticky note on podcast. Right. And Absolutely. Will-
1: if you have an announcement, if you. Well, what things do they do? They could make an announcement. They could, if you want to ask your, your your love to marry you on this podcast, please do it. Yeah.
2: Like, I mean, probably not the best way to go, but no, we'll do it for but you. But we'll do it for you. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll so make it sentimental. If we're in here and you see us, knock on the glass. Knock it, Just it, we, knock on it's it. It's
1: really obvious to see if we're recording a podcast. We got microphones in hand.
2: Yeah. And it, yeah, to see three people in a room, in a glass room. Across from
1: room 102 and McCool. Yeah.
2: 102 and McCool then that's us.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah we w- we're, is there anybody ar- around right now? I think there might be. Cause with this, we kind of have, Mr. Carson? do you want to, do you want to go see if he's there? Yeah, I can go see if he's there. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll explain the new segment. Yeah. So, but with this, so but since it's a new space and everything, we, we have the ideas for new segments just cause we can. And so one of the new segments we want to do is called off the cuff interviews. It's so basically, you know, off the cuff interviews. We would love to bring someone from outside that we see walking to class. Like, Hey, how are you? Uh, what's your name? Where are you from? What class are you going to? Uh, so let, let let's just do a fake yeah, one. Right yeah, yeah. We can do like a practice, like a let's do a let's do one right here. So like Jeff, uh, how are you? Wait, actually, we actually have someone right here. Okay. Who will actually be our first off the cuff interview. How you doing? Welcome. Hey, how are you So um <laughs>
0: Hey guys, I'm Cameron. I work here at the Entrepreneurship Center. I'm awesome. a student client specialist, which is a fancy way of saying a consultant for startup companies.
1: Awesome. Okay, so this is for our Undecided Podcast. So, as we're sa- so w- with the eCenter, uh, in 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 exchange of you know the the actual community we have and and the space to actually do this podcast, we are doing the It Starts Here podcast. <coughs> um, you know, really highlighting all the great things at the the Entrepreneurship Center does here at Mississippi State. And so what we're doing here, we have a brand new segment. So you're the first one here, so congratulations. And so we have uh, an off-the-cuff interview. So it's just going to be super spontaneous and natural. And we're going to start this off with actually having uh, a random question generator to ask you some questions.
2: So if there was an extra hour every day,
0: what would you do with it? Oh, gosh, probably sleep, to be honest. Sleep? Yeah, yeah, definitely would sleep got to um, just because if you don't have sleep, you can't get everything else done, but That's obviously true. that would change. That would change a little bit. So do you think,
1: do you think eventually you would build up the tolerance of using that cr- the extra hour for maybe pure productivity?
0: Well, kind of one of the things that I've learned over the past few years of being in college is that even if you have an extra hour, there's always more to do no matter what. That's true. It will be filled in some way, form, or fashion.
2: Absolutely absolutely yeah I feel like if you have an extra hour and you just use it for sleep like because I mean do you really know the difference between eight hours of sleep and nine hours of sleep no but like you, d- you, d- mm. you d- but you do know the difference between four and five you do know the difference between four and five but for like eight out like eight and nine hours like you really have no idea what you're doing like it to at least to me I don't have <laughs> I don't have a big right. I don't have a big jump in productivity the next day because I slept nine hours instead of eight but
1: it's still a benefit it I mean it's still a benefit no one's ever complained about more sleep let's do one more here let's see what we get Let's, let's go. try to get. A f- let's try to find a good one. Let's Get a good one.
2: Um. Eh. I don't like these.
1: I don't know. We're on a random question generator. Um. Nah. Eh, it's a little.
2: Oh! Oh! That's a good one. What is the craziest thing you've ever done? Gosh, ever?
1: Ever? Um. Ever? Ever? No pressure.
0: That's a tough one to think of on the spot, but um. We're gonna edit it out if
2: you say something. Crazy, so, <laughs> so so really speak freely.
0: I guess probably the craziest thing that I ever did was um, start this company called Cowbell Carts and not try. Oh to yeah, yeah. So uh, it really wasn't too crazy to start it up, but um, so essentially what it is it's, it's a golf cart taxi company. Think of Uber and a golf cart, and uh, at the end of our first year of operations. Instead of sitting here in the summer with no students to pick up, we actually moved all of our carts down to Seaside, Florida in wow. a matter of a couple months and expanded down there. It's uh,
1: a bold move.
0: Yeah. So it was a, uh, it was kind of one of those things where it was, we either left the carts here and we were went bankrupt or we moved them and went down there. So Interesting. To, to put it frankly, we uh, went down there, ended up cramming 14 fraternity brothers into a <laughs> 1972 camper um, this is not a nice camper by any means. <laughs> we made it work, so uh, yeah, yeah. That uh, I would say that probably is the craziest sequence of events. But
1: wow, awesome, and it it's paid off.
0: Yeah, yeah. We ended up uh, making roughly seventy thousand dollars in revenue. Wow, mm. so
1: that's incredible. That's incredible. Revenue, <laughs> revenue. <laughs> well, awesome. All right. Well, we thank you for your time here. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Very first one. Thank you. All right, please. We hope that that can bring about some really funny. Uh, maybe just just little tidbits. Um, There's some interesting people. Here there are SW some State. very interesting people, and I oh, would love to eat just one of them. Just just one.
2: Just w- just one just interesting one. little uh, little little tidbit yeah. from somebody. Exactly. It would exactly. make my whole make my whole week. Absolutely. I love that that worked out.
1: That was so good. That was, that was perfect. Good? Yeah, I liked that was it. Good. Um, but yeah, that's exactly what what we are wanting out of this. But also, um, like I said before, the other podcast that we are doing for the E Center, uh, the It Starts Here podcast. We're really excited about that one. We're going to be interviewing a lot of people. That'll be a, its separate podcast. That'll be, uh, you know, uploaded away from the undecided podcast, but you can definitely go listen to definitely it. Definitely still listen to it. Um, it'll be good. We get to strengthen our interviewing skills and we won't have to rely on a random question generator, but I do think we should put the random question generator.
2: Oh, random question generator will always be a staple. Absolutely. As of this point, that was good. That Now, was perfect. now that we have extra screens, that was perfect. Yeah.
1: So, you know, do you, you want to talk about football now? I was going to talk about the 2% our listeners. Oh, yes. Okay. So, so, you know, season one happened and we, we got a lot of data from season one. It was a good season. I think, I think, you know, we had, it was, it was experimental. It really was.
2: For three episodes in the capacity that we did it, we did, we did really well with our viewership. We did. We really did. Surprised. Surprisingly. (laughs) We did surprisingly well with our viewership of really just kind of like messing around on the computer.
1: Definitely. No, exactly. And, um, With that, you know, we go through Anchor. Anchor distributes our podcast for us. So with that, really cool thing it does, it gives us all these analytics, and all these analytics, they're they're really interesting to look at. You know, especially when, when it's when it's something that we created like that. Um, and it it, it breaks down, you know, listeners from country. Mm -hmm. So you know, we had ninety eight percent, ninety eight percent.
2: Yeah, it was like ninety. Yeah, it was like ninety eight percent of United States. We're in the U S. And then
1: less than one percent was the U K. Yeah, it was less than one percent the U K. And then. We had this other
2: 2%. 2% was Switzerland. No. Switzerland? Sweden.
0: Sweden. Sweden.
2: <laughs> Sweden. So 2% of our listeners are from Sweden. We we
1: want to say thank you, first of all, to the country. Yeah. Um, I, I would love to come visit. I, I think we can get sponsored by IKEA now. Right? Oh, definitely. I mean, 2%. But I mean, because like having this, too, that's ba- that's basically an invitation to come, right? Basically. Yeah. I mean, it really is. It really is. Um, So
2: if you want to be a part of a... Listener like forum that is also a part like also from Sweden. Mm-hmm. Come knock on the glass.
1: Come knock on the glass. If there are any Swedish students, anyone who speaks Swedish. Do you
2: think that's what it is? Do you think they just like they logged in from Sweden?
1: See, you know, it could have been.
2: Just like a foreign. Like right. Foreign Someone was just like, here. hey,
1: watch this. I can change my IP address and watch this. But, I but like at the same time, I'd
2: like to think that the president of Sweden was listening to To
1: the Undecided Podcast. Could you imagine? You know, but just I just I don't know. Did you hear that? Uh, no. That has say it again. A, hey. Hey. it again. Hey, 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 hello. Yeah, so hello to everyone in Sweden. Yes. Hey, hey. We, we, we that's, say that's tough. We say thank you. Um,
2: yeah. How do we say thank you? Wait, let's, we're working on it.
1: We say wow. Okay. Th- I don't know how to say that. We say okay.
4: We.
1: Tack så mycket. Tack Yes. So, talk you can I'm not going to attempt it, but I do say thank you. I apologize if that was offensive, but um, we're very grateful. We're very, very grateful we will for all that that
2: country has done for us, especially right now. I really think we can line up an IKEA sponsorship. Oh, absolutely.
1: Of absolutely. We'll be there. Uh, we do need furniture.
2: <laughs> we do need we, furniture. We need
1: furniture. Let me tell you that right now. So uh, so again, thank you, Sweden. I'm really sorry about that. But now, going on to our bread and butter. Football, football, football. Football, sports. All that, all that good Sports, stuff. Everything, absolutely.
2: mainly football, because for today's episode, at least, simply because we're back. We're back. College football is back. It is back, and we had a doozy of a first week. It was an interesting first week, and it started off with Miami and Florida, which, which was,
1: was oh my god,
2: absolutely terrible game. It was if you bad. got the chance to watch it, it was very entertaining, simply because it was. both teams sucked very bad the entire game. I don't know why Dan Mullen still has Felipe Franks. Like oh, yeah. I understand he's a senior now and is like in the offense and is Yeah, I'm sure he does well at practice. But if I was <laughs> in
1: it if, if if I was in a program for four years, I would do well. Yeah. That's a bold statement.
2: No, I, I think you but would do well. Like <laughs> if you had four year or how long has Dan Mullen been there? Two now. This is yeah, gonna this be his second, second year. year. But still, like if you were a D one athlete and a new coach comes in. Right. I just like I mean, he wasn't good before Dan Mullen was there. And once Dan Mullen got there, he just had to learn a new offense. And regardless of learning that new offense, he's still a terrible quarterback.
1: No, he is. He's, he's inconsistent. He's unathletic, in my opinion. And we've been saying this since last year. Yeah. But, yeah.
2: but what I think was the
1: funniest thing about this game was uh, analysts talking about how coaches were using that game in film. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people were saying, we love that that game was played because it showed exactly what you don't do. Yeah. which is really interesting. <laughs> it's like, don't, like, don't do this. But you know, it's, and I feel like now, especially, I mean, it, it, it it's, it's specific to f- Florida. Yeah. I mean, they're a top 10 team, right? Yeah. yeah. Number eight. Yeah. Florida's, um,
2: Florida's number eight, which is,
1: don't get me started on that. After but, um, that,
2: at the, after that showing, they shouldn't be number eight. No, I but mean, n- not to like take any credit away from Miami because Miami. Right. Is the up and coming program, mm-hmm. you know, try to work their bit way back into definitely, you know, being but relevant again.
1: Absolutely. But you know, with, uh, with, Week one, having you know the mistakes, kind of work wor- work the kinks out. This was full of a lot of mistakes, and even specific to Mississippi State. Oh my god! Oh my God. We legitimately could have lost to Louisiana, and even it, you know with w- with the recent um, academic suspensions that we've been so I'm not gonna say gifted that we've been given. Uh, you know, it, it showed that we need certain people to fulfill certain rules to win games. Which is something that, especially on defense, and obviously, you know, after everyone that got drafted, and you know, we lost a lot on defense. We lost a lot of people on defense that we really wish we had now, even against a team like ULL. um,
2: It showed; it really did show. But and I think a big takeaway for me, at least for the Mississippi State game, is that Tommy Stevens yes can read a coverage. Yes, Tommy Stevens attention. He can throw the ball. Tommy Stevens can read a coverage. Yeah, and throw the ball.
1: complete a pass. It was very good breath of fresh air from Nick Fitzgerald, who could do neither.
2: Like to put things into perspective, in the first time of being a Mississippi State student, I saw a Mississippi State quarterback run a play action and, and not run the ball. Right. Absolutely. And he wild. And, and even and Tommy <laughs> even actually you know he he had that he had that
1: he had that RPO play on the goal line yeah. and he ran it in because I mean because if it w- I don't know it was just good. Um, it's a really good breath of fresh air. I think one thing that was definitely really good was watching the game and watching the fact that we continue to give the ball to, to Kylan Hill. Because last year that was a big criticism, at least on my end, and, and Clay and I shared that view, was the fact that Kylan Hill would be killing it in the first half. You know, third, the second half would come. We're just going to stop giving him the ball because that makes sense. You saw it at, I mean yeah. Kansas State. Up until Kansas State last year, I mean, Kylan Hill was like, he was a legitimate
0: I'm K- not going to K- say it was on
1: the Heisman watch, but Kylan Hill was. Kylan ugly. Hill was
2: beginning to be talked about for right. the Heisman watch, and then and he
1: did not get the ball for the rest of the year. It was feed ridiculous. number eight, and it just, I don't get it. And, I, and that, that, that I'm good. That I'm, I'm glad that that was a really that that was a change from this game. That that's something that I noticed um, was the fact that we just kept
2: giving him the ball because yeah. he's I was athletic. I say Kylan Hill had 27 carries. Yeah, in for this past game, for a 197 yards exactly. and a touchdown.
1: He did great, and he's athletic. I mean, his vision. It's second he to none.
2: Yes, and he's, got, he's he's got a good balance on him when he runs. It's gonna be good if, I, if, I, if he can stay healthy. Yeah, if he can stay healthy, I, I'm ready for this season. Me too. Because we don't need much from Tommy Stevens. Right. We didn't need much from Nick Fitzgerald last we like last year. He Rid- just put us in situations to where we needed a quarterback that could yeah. do something, and he wasn't that person. Yeah. Basically, my my only big red flag was that the defense was right. absolutely. I don't know if it's rusty. I don't know if it's losing some of right. starters. I mean, there was two starters because of acad- the academic probation. Mm-hmm. The probation, pro- yeah, that was like they were out. But, but it's even still, Louisiana, right? Exactly, Louisiana Lafayette. By the that way, that was what. So
1: we were all trying to say, oh God, we've got some, time. we've got some, <laughs> we've got some <laughs> some technical difficulties. Where is that coming from? Okay, we're I good. Had, yeah, I have no idea we're where good. it was coming from. Okay, We got it. But um. Yeah, no. The defense was was The defense terrifying.
2: was not up to what it needed. And
1: especially comparing it to last year given that we had the number one rush defense in the country. I mean, yeah, like we didn't score against Alabama, but we gave up the least points against Alabama.
2: We did. 28. And we're going to beat them this year. Okay. Look, look, say. look, we have to start now. We right. have right. to start now. We're winning the national championship. If we can't say that we're going to win the national championship, then we never that we're will. are going to beat Alabama. Then we never will. Never will. Then we never we will. have to believe in ourselves now. Absolutely.
1: So, can, uh, speaking of national championship and believing in ourselves, it's time for me to talk about Texas. Uh, seeing Sam Ellinger <laughs> just manhandle the. Um, who do we play? Yeah,
2: manhandle, but you don't know who they play. Who do we play? I didn't watch the game. I yeah, really, I really don't know. Of course, you didn't.
1: Who did we play?
2: What is wrong with me? I'll find it for you. Who did we play? Wait, you guys aren't ranked, are you?
1: Completely manhandle no. Louisiana Tech. <laughs> so that's <laughs> Just why you're forty-five to
2: fourteen. Did you mix it up with Mississippi State? I was going to say, Louis- I was Louisiana, gonna say Louisiana Tech, but I wasn't sure.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, it's. I'm so excited for this year.
2: I mean. Clay, I'm Look, gonna be honest. Like if Texas you, looked really good at the end of we, the season last year. We looked good beating Georgia. Were, yeah. We looked really good. You were a game. Texas was a game away. You, if we, you guys it, were a game away. Well, things still would have had to right, like right, fall your right. way, but you guys were still really we, just like uh, one right. more win away from making the playoffs last year.
1: Yeah, except we. Yeah, because we didn't beat Oklahoma in the Big Twelve yeah. championship. Uh, I will say this year's Oklahoma game, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts oh looked my amazing. God. Yeah.
2: Well, okay. He looked amazing at Alabama. Like, yeah, he's always been he's a good been quarterback. A fantastic quarterback. Right. And I think Alabama
1: obvi- is just Alabama. So they recruited amazing
2: quarterbacks. Yeah. And it just happened to be, there's a better qu- quarterback. Well, a better quarterback, the quarterback for of a like century, offense, right. For right. Sabin's right. like program.
1: But even in that, we've seen uh tug of
2: Iowa Yeah. Struggle. We, we have. It's
1: been interesting. And I, I, I do think Clipson's going to win again this year. Um, Alabama's gonna have to do some legitimate soul searching in the sense of you got completely dismantled last year. Mm-hmm. You know, Alabama—the stereotype that like you know they're up. Alabama's up five touchdowns against yeah. the Citadel now, and, Al- and Nick Saban's still throwing his headset. You have to keep that going. Yes, yeah.
2: you have to keep that seri- like seriousness. It I mean, I know they like only almost beat Duke. You know, forty-two to three. Yeah, but there's still things to take away <laughs> they still let them score <laughs> they, they, they did let them score but I mean the first the first few drives the first few drives Alabama's three and out right so well the first one they were three and out but and uh, like it's crazy to think that we look at the Alabama and any drive that doesn't end in a like a right. miraculous touchdown is a failure right when other teams are like ah oh, we got down the we got down the field that time right like we're, we're making some good momentum Alabama wants to score in every single well I want to score on every single drive. Everyone does, you know. Does. Alabama has
1: reasons to think that they should.
2: Yeah, they, and they have the players to think that they right. should.
1: But it's it's it'll be a really I'm 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 very interested to see the Texas and Oklahoma game this year. Jalen Hurts is a really good quarterback, but the Big Twelve is different in the sense that the SEC doesn't have like, you know. 70 point shootouts you know what I mean and I feel like it'll be interesting I'm not I'm not trying to say the Big 12 has anything on the SEC I don't think it does it's just different yeah it is different and I do think he will succeed incredibly well Mm -hmm. um but I'm I'm very eager to see I think it'll be a good game I'm very excited I'm not nervous yeah because what we did last year to Kyler Murray the first time was really good (laughs) um It'll be interesting. Um, that'll be a. I could see that. Just defense thrown out the window. Mm-hmm. Put up if you put up a hundred, they probably won't beat you. That's what I mean. <laughs> so um, it'll be it'll be an interesting year. I'm um, deb- yeah,
2: uh, I'm. I probably still have Clemson at number one. Right. And probably have them winning something because Trevor Lawrence is the truth. Yep. Trevor Lawrence is a fantastic quarterback and probably the best college quarterback I've seen since Tebow. Yep. And He's incredible. That's a lot. Other than Sam, ma- other than Sam Allen girl, obviously. Okay, but that's a lot to say for me growing up. Uh, growing up as a right. Florida fan, like I remember watching Tebow just absolutely wreck people. He was incredible in the SEC. Yeah, you know, nonetheless. And Trevor Lawrence can do this. Trevor absolutely. Lawrence could be the quarterback. I wish. I wish the conference was better. Mm-hmm. I wish Trevor Lawrence had more people to play during the season. Like, but the kid's just good. He's incredible. And do you think he's going to go in the draft this year?
1: I hope he doesn't. I'm always. I'm, I'm a. Ever since Vince Young, I am a huge proponent of players
2: staying four years. Like, if Clemson selfishly, d- for, yeah, for, for, s- for selfish, my enjoyment, just for your enjoyment. Yep. I would love to see Trevor Lawrence win four four national championships. Why not? Be interesting if he only, if they can keep him healthy, right? And he never he doesn't have problem with injuries. Why not stay four years? It gives us stuff to talk about. It does give us stuff. to But talk I think about. I mean, but as soon as he left, we would just. We just like dog whoever the next in quarterback oh, was. no, for sure. No, yeah, yeah.
1: But <laughs> I, you know, he still looks like Squilliam, but he's a good quarterback. Um, but just go back to the Big 12 real quick. I've been reading a lot. The amount of people that legitimately think Baylor and Iowa State have a chance to win the Big 12. Baylor scares, and Iowa State. Scares me. Uh, I know. Okay. And it's interesting, I mean, just because just growing up, uh, you know, aware of the Big 12. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because every time Texas goes into Ames, Iowa, yeah, there's a sense of, and for no reason almost, reason being they're an athletic team and they always have been, but it's like something happens. It's very strange. It is very, very strange.
2: So you're a little scared of Iowa State? I, I'm not scared.
1: I'm, no.
2: Seems like you're scared.
1: I just hope it doesn't happen. Because we have, there's no reason we should not. There is no reason that we should not be meeting Oklahoma in the Big Twelve national, the Big Twelve championship this year. There's no reason.
2: Oh, I mean, Oklahoma's going to be there. Yeah, probably. But that's where my understanding that we don't, yeah. we don't agree on that one right there. Because Jalen Hurts is going to no, lead I, Oklahoma. I mean, I can. Right. We really have to see where the season goes. Because right, but I, we're I, I, do anybody. expect
1: it to be Texas and Oklahoma in the Big Twelve championship game. Um. Then again, I, I don't know, I. I Iowa State, I mean, they almost lost to Northern Iowa in their opener in three overtimes. And I don't yeah. know, like, it's week one. You can't really tell from week one, but, like, I find it very, very hard to believe that Iowa State can beat Texas and keep that momentum going to go to the Big 12 title game. And shame on me for thinking that. No, but I think d- you're absolutely right. I think right. that with, with, with the strength of Texas this year, with the strength of, I, I don't see it happening. No. I'm I do not see it happening.
2: Yeah. I, I agree with you on that one. Se, but I don't know Texas. They're a dark. They'll horse. be good. I hope so. I'm, and ju- I'm just trying not to encourage you too much. I
1: you know that I'm 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 gonna talk about it no matter what.
2: Exactly. So that's why I'm not trying to encourage you that much. So <laughs> it's fine. We'll figure it out.
1: I'm very excited for this year, though. And God, I hope it works. I would love to see us win.
2: God, it'd be so good. sure. Yeah. It'd be so good. Yeah, I would love some of this positive energy towards <laughs> Mississippi State. But whatever, man.
1: No, okay. Here's the thing Mississippi State. We've talked about this before, multiple times. Last week's game was the ex- And all the other games that have been like that are the exact reason why everyone looks at our schedule saying, oh, we should only lose to Alabama. And then we almost lose to University of Louisiana.
2: Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. And, like, there's no way we can beat Kentucky playing like that.
2: This is the year. <laughs> we, we lo- oh. okay.
1: okay. Yeah, this is the year. Look, it was look, the year last I'm year starting too. with the
2: positivity now. All right, fair enough. Look, shout out, shout out to B Dog because she was being very, very, she was hating on Mississippi State today. Mm-hmm. Kroger parking lot said Alabama would beat us. Absolutely okay. just you're disgraceful. You're going to have to take a step I back. I don't accept any slander towards Mississippi State. You're going to have to take a step back. Look, we're going to undefeated this okay,
1: season. Okay, okay. Yep, you heard it here first, folks. I hope, I, I'm, I would absolutely love that for that to happen. It's not because I don't want it to happen, it's because I don't think it will happen. It's going to happen. Clay, I'm trying not to get you too encouraged. <laughs>
2: no. Uh, encourage me, please. Okay. Because mine actually has... I'll work like I, then, 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 I need, then I need to work on it then. then yeah.
1: I'll take that as a... Okay, I understand. Thank you. I understand. But again, it was... I love that it's back. Looking ahead to week two. Biggest game of the week. LSU in Texas in Austin. That is going to be a test for Texas. Absolutely. Um, I think LSU... With what uh with what their quarterback did throwing five touchdowns in the first half. hmm And again, like Texas, I mean we always I I me, me single handedly always yeah, says that you we can take on any team, this will be a test. I think it'll be a really good game too. I'm very excited to watch. Um, I hope he win. I bet ten dollars with an L S U fan.
2: I'm I'm really excited for the Clemson Texas A and M game. You think so? Okay. Clemson, good team, we know it. Mm-hmm. Texas A and M. Oh, they're always athletic. Like they're a good team, and obviously it's kind of hard to tell like who's really going to be who in the SEC. Right, you, you never can tell until like can. week four. Like right. really, like who's going to be up? Who's going to step up there? But Texas A&M, Clemson—that's a game I want to see because if Texas A&M can put up a fight against Clemson, that affects Clemson's absolutely. I mean, yes, they still just look at like the you know your record, but it's going to be taken into account if Clemson struggles against Texas A&M. Absolutely. I mean, granted they're Texas named ranked twelfth, but still. It'll be good. And It'll be good. Everyone's like college football standards at this moment in the season. Clemson shouldn't lose, shouldn't Anything. struggle with anybody. Really. Think what are the games? I'm also just very Alabama favorite. plays New Mexico State. That's that'll be, be that's gonna be a good one. Yep. Um Georgia plays Murray State. Oklahoma. Shout out
1: Jaw. Oklahoma and South Dakota.
2: That'll be That's good. Um that'll be there. Lane Kiffin's taking on UCF. Think about Lane Kiffin. When is when is when I is Florida Atlantic gonna be good? Like I don't know because
1: because the, the, because they're they're already supposed to be like ten time national championships. Yeah, right. Because Cause Lane Kiffin's there. Because Lane Kiffin's there. Right. I mean, and it, it's it's just a,
0: yeah, interesting.
1: See, I don't. I think let let's follow it and let's just see what happens.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I I still think Lane Kiffin. I mean, I, if if Lane Kiffin just like cloned himself and mm-hmm. you know went on the field as a full team, the, then they'd be ten time right. national champions. Definitely. Definitely. But definitely. Until Lane Kiffin like goes to a school that can actually recruit somebody yeah they're not going to do anything. right i agree i agree because if you're if you're if you're a athlete in florida your first stop isn't fau because of lane kiffin no it's gainesville and then tallahassee (laughs) gainesville tallahassee and then probably Mm -hmm. then throw in like miami and ucf right Right. what and then also real quick talk about Oregon and auburn real quick what a game that
1: was Winning an amazing game. game. Oregon
2: uh, looked very good. So did Auburn,
1: but for 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 some parts for of the portions game. Yeah. of the game. Bo Nix, if he he's a freshman and he showed that he's a freshman, but wow, yeah, he. Sh- I mean that, that that was. I like, Oregon's fast
2: again. Like they are. Like they're, or- they're running backs. Like yeah. Like Oregon's been like a fast team before, and like, that was always like, kind of like, thing. Like, that they're high tempo, but Oregon's fast yeah. this year. Like they they are going to put some pressure on some teams. My
1: my view of Oregon is like LeMichael James, Oregon mm-hmm. and Chip Kelly, Oregon. Yeah. And that was like the national championship, Oregon yeah. was when it
2: like was crazy. That <laughs> team was ridiculous. Everyone was, so everyone fast. wanted an Oregon Jersey, right? They that were all, was, that was the year everyone found out that, yeah. like, Oh, like the head of Nike like, went, went, went to Oregon, went to Oregon. Yeah. Like, Wow, that's why they have so many jerseys. Right, that's when everyone found out that information. Absolutely. it became relevant. Well, and because of like, organ,
1: you know, I've I've always been sh- shorter, and one of the, like they're all the running backs like five, five, 160 and they would just all muscle, and they're the fastest people that have ever touched a football field.
2: And like uh, Chip Kelly took that into the NFL. Like, oh yeah, look at the um, Sproles for the Eagles. Like he was there when Chip Kelly was there. The man, loves Sproles because a small a small guy can run through the he can hole. Move, he can move. What uh, are the what other games are the games that we looking at? Nevada, pl- oh, Oregon plays Nevada. That's gonna be
3: yep. That's what looking at l- there.
2: I love how sports overlaps because watching college basketball this past like Nevada was like oh yeah Nevada would like played <laughs> decent you in the tournament at? and now I'm like I see Nevada I'm like ah they or even they, like they suck in football that like I like was like
1: like how it overlaps Duke. yeah look at Duke and <laughs> yeah like making
2: like making the tournament doesn't mean you have a good, like other good programs no not at all Auburn plays Tulane. It's boring. all well, we got and those are really all the big, I just, those I, are all the big I love
1: college football and I'm so glad it's back.
2: Yes. I'm very happy. I'm going to we play Southern
1: Miss this Saturday. First home game of the year. That'll be good. It's going to be good. If we lose, we're I'm transferring. We're not going to lose. No,
2: I think all the good. kinks that we had, we had to work out. This I hope past so. Game. No, I
1: do hope so because we're, we are an athletic team and we've, we've constantly reaffirmed that. Yeah. But we, we got, have we, talent, we, we, we have talent, but we have a lot to prove. We do. We have a lot to prove. Um, and I like I like Tommy Stevens. Mm-hmm. It's very cool to see this with uh, a passing touchdown. Yeah,
2: like it, consistent throws. Absolutely. Reading coverage. Being like being a quarterback. Basic things of a quarterback that now we can achieve. Mm-hmm. I am hopeful. That's it, that's where the hope comes from. Absolutely, and it, Tommy it, Stevens and Kylan Hill. Absolutely. That's where the hope comes from. And it opens up a lot of things. I don't care if our defense isn't as good as it was last year right. because if we put up points, it doesn't matter. To, yeah. To an extent. But it's just we didn't have the offensive capacity last year. Absolutely. Like, we lost to Kentucky because of what? We couldn't stay on the field on offense. Right. And the defense got tired. Right. Can't do anything. So.
1: I I think I'd rather us be, you know, 60-40 on offense Mm -hmm. than 70-30 on defense. Yeah. Because that. that It's not the NFL. That does not work. It's not the NFL. And we don't have the kickers that can put up 15 points a game. (laughs) Yeah. Sadly. Sadly.
2: Yeah, you know what We're ready for college
1: football I have to realize It's the beginning of the year
2: Hopeful I, I should be hopeful Yes I'm excited 100%
1: be hopeful We got Alabama at home this year We're gonna smack them We got LSU at home this year We're gonna smack them We got the Egg Bowl at home this year We'll smack actually em. smack them Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about smack that for a little bit Ole Miss lost to Memphis <laughs> <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a jab to Memphis at all
2: No it is a big shout out to Memphis That's no, not jab to Memphis at all oh, I'm not trying no to say no, Memphis exactly. is trash
1: okay, okay. Um, I saw like and
2: Memphis got those new helmets. Yeah. Oh my God. Memphis. Memphis is a cool team to. Like oh, absolutely. And like absolutely. The Liberty Bowl. Awesome place. I've driven by it. You've driven. By it's you have it's driven by, it's it's by
1: like it. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a taco shell.
2: It is. It's like a. It's like a folded down taco shell. Hmm. So, but like I, I'm excited for Memphis this year. I don't really know much about Memphis. I just you know, I'm not a Memphis fan. I'm just I'm in the area. So right. Right. I, I support the team, somewhat. But I know lo- losing Daryl Henderson, that's going to be mm-hmm. that was a, that was such a big part that's of their big. offense last year. Uh,
1: but it obviously, I mean, but they won
2: like fifteen to ten.
1: Yeah, I mean, is it, but okay, in that kind of game, you can't really. It, it, uh, be,
3: be they won. We'll, we'll see where they go. They won. They beat Ole Miss They're still in the numbers.
2: American Conference. Who else is in the American Conference? Uh, UCF. UCF. The best conference in the country. Yeah. Well, if UCF can do so well trying to get to the playoffs, then maybe Memphis can do it. Maybe. Maybe Memphis, but Maybe. Memphis is going to have to blow out every single team. Yes, because that's what you there. I'd love to see him ranked. Speaking oh, I'd love to see. It. I mean, Houston was ranked last year. They for were. like half the year.
1: They were, but well, and speaking of, um, was it? Oh, no, it wasn't. I'm thinking it mixed up. Was it Paxton Lynch?
2: Paxton Lynch, yeah, he played did, for Memphis.
1: Well, no, 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 and he 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 either got like hit really hard in a preseason game or did really well in a preseason game. He got hit really. So it was that one. Was that was that one his? Yes, yes, he got wrecked, and his his neck did not look good. No, Is he okay? Because I remember you showed me the video, and I was like, "Is he alive?" Because you legitimately can see you can see that his neck. Yeah, you can see his oh, soul leave God. his body for a second. It was awful.
2: I'm pretty sure he's fine. I haven't heard anything otherwise. Right, but I don't think he's starting in Denver, so I guess it doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't matter. Well, Hobie's okay. We'd love to have him on.
2: Yeah, Paxton Lynch. Talk
1: if about you hear this. Come on. To talk about his Come knock his on injuries, the yeah, but that's about.
2: All right, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Think we are.
1: That was a. Dis- it's so great to get back.
2: Very good to be back.
1: Definitely like this, and we got, you know, once it's, uh, we can actually get here on a day when classes are going. Yeah, we can get people
2: knocking. People will be knocking. And
1: then we can get some off more off the cuff interviews it'll be a good time
2: it would be a good time It'd be a very good time but yeah in so. the meantime though listen to us on all streaming services that yep. you have on your device yep we are on every single one go follow Undecided on Twitter yep and if you like this podcast please leave a rating or review please leave a rating and tell people about it tell people and tell, tell your remember, friends
1: remember we're in the E-Center we are in the E-Center so come say hi if you wanna get a little shout out on the podcast yeah we'll shout you out come on come on friendly guys here